Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about because this is my podcast. And I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun. And we'll try to stay as calm as we can. But let's get into it and let's all have some fun listening. And you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. Okay, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon i know y'all might want to skip it but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important i hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and i hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okay dokey artichokey ad break it's now this podcast is for kids, so ask a parent, guardian, before watching, buying, or doing anything. Or listening to a podcast. It may or may not like the podcast content, or content, so always ask permission before you do something. But I would say, I hope you all like my podcast, enjoy the things I talk about. On the one podcast, I talk about animals 
and mythical creatures. On the other, I talk about like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dumbo, Disney, Easter eggs, stuff like that. So I do have like two I do two characters that have podcasts. One's like a mermaid hybrid. She's like a fairy mermaid creature, and the other is like a person who likes boy and girl things and talks about them, like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, Dragon Ball Z if you want. So check it out. Enjoy. This is a kid disclaimer. This is made for kids. Always ask a parent, guardian, or someone who is in charge of you before watching, buying, listening to, or doing anything in my podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. I also hope you all have a wonderful day and enjoy some of these videos and podcasts and different things that I do. And remember, don't always do stuff you see at home. You should be cautious and make sure it's the right thing for you. And make sure your parents are okay with it or your guardian. I also hope you all have a wonderful, great day, afternoon, and night. And I hope every kid out there is enjoying their free time. And have a great, wonderful day and enjoy my stuff. Okie dokie, artichoke. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope you all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope you all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope you all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. Okay, so as I didn't do yesterday, because it was just an awful day yesterday for me, and my mate doesn't know where it wants to be. Hi, Mike. We are going to talk about Cruella Cruella If she doesn't scare you, then no one will. Ten fun facts about Corolla de Ville. Okay. Um, as the new live-action live film Corolla. Okay, this talks about the new one that just came out. From the 1960 animation classic, Corolla was an animated by the legendary Mark, Mark Mack. Mark Davis, as iconic as she may seem today, Davis was actually worried that the character was too cartoonish. Fellow 
animator, Milton even joked that her feet were too big. At least we think he was joking. K-A-H-L ended up being so impressed, however, that when he asked, however, that when he was tasked with animating Medea for Medusa for the rescue, he told Mark that he would blow your Cruella off the screen. Cruella is just her own personality altogether. Curiously, at one point early on, Cruella is intended to the villain in the rescues, though the decision was eventually made to create a brand new villain. Actress Mary Wickets provided the live action reference for Cruella. Wickets' Disney career would eventually come full circle as she provided the voice of Lavinier in the 1996 Hunchback of Notre Dame. Speaking of reference, animator Bruce W. Smith used Krill as a reference when he created Dr. Facilia for The Princess on the Frog. Oh, that's cool. Cruella was voiced by Betty Von Gerson, who had also narrated the opening scene of Cinderella. She also made a small screen appearance in Mary Poppins, though her role was unscripted. To prepare for her role as Cruella, Garrison looked to actress T. Bankhead for inspiration. Bankhead, best known for her award-winning performance in Alfred Hitchcock's Lifeboat, was also the supposed inspiration for Arthur Duty Smith when she was creating the character of her book, The 101 Dalmatian. Garrison took her role to heart, so much so that the actress in the film found her quite intimidating. We all know that Carl has a mandrel's love for fur, but what about Julie? Well, she doesn't profess to have a love for sparkly things in the film. In Duty Smith's original book, Carl loved both fur and diamonds. Did you ever notice that the ins inside of Corella's giant mink coat is red? That was done intentionally to symbolize her demonic nature. Speaking of coats, did you ever wonder why Cruella was so intended on turning the puppies into coats as opposed to full-grown, larger dogs? Although not addressed in the original animated film, the 1996 live-action remake starring Glenn closely revealed that she wanted to make the puppies into coats as it young age because the fur wouldn't have been soft when they fully grow up. Yep, she's pure evil. So just how rich was Cruella? Plenty rich according to Barb's. Cruella is worth a cool $875 million. That's a lot for coats. That was good enough to place 13 on Ferber's list. Though, well, shoot for Scrooge McDuck's fortune. Just how did Cruella get her iconic name? Obviously, the name is a part of the words cruel and devil, but it's also a nod to Fern Smarker's Dracula in the 1897 Gothic horror novel that realities firm Michael's son and Kitty writes letters to Lord Gomlin informing him that the purchase of a house in London is a nobleman court de Ville. 
When Cruella is portrayed as single in the Disney movie, in Dewey Smith's book, she was married to a fern. She also had a cat in the book. So, if you're old enough, you could go to my adult channel next weekend and hear me talk about the book, An Evil Thing, which is based on Cruella's childhood. There's a couple different things for Cruella DeVille. Here is the, Cruella is a 2021 American crime film based on the character Cruella DeVille from Dodgy Smith. The plot, Estella is a creative child with a talent for fashion and a mere streak. Estella's mother, Catherine, decides to pull her from school to keep her record clean and move to London. On the way there, she stops at an upper-class party to ask for financial assistance. Despite being told to stay in the car, Estella sneaks into the party and ultimately attracts the attention of the host. Three functions Dalmatian. They chase her outside and push Catherine off the cliff balcony to her death. Orphan and blaming herself for Catherine's death, Estella runs away to London and befriends street urchins Jasper and Horace. Jasper decide to take her in a distinction, but Estella ultimately bonds with them. Destruction. Ten years later, Estella participates fevered and does grips with Jasper and Horace, honoring her fashion skills by designing their disguises alongside their dog buddy and Nuke. For her birthday, Jasper and Horace give her an, an entry-level job at the Liberty department store. However, Estelle is made a janitor and defying the chance to use her talent. While Estelle drunkenly recreates a window display, the Burspinos Van I'm not sure how to say this because this name is so hard. Every now, but authorized cute counter designer is impressed with the spell's work and offers her a covered job at the Burston Fashion House. Estella eagerly accepts and gains the Renaissance confidence. Although poor that her dis Disguise are put on display. She eventually notices her boss wearing a necklace that once belonged to Catherine. When the Baroness, her name's Baroness, claims that the no, pulley had fiercely stolen Estelle Ashtraff and Horse to help her retrieve the necklace during the Baroness's upcoming Black and White Ball. To conceal her identity at the ball, Estella creates an alter ego for herself named Cruella and wears one of Baroness's old just old designs purchased from a vanity shop clothing store owner named Artie. Cruella steals the spotlight at the ball, buying Jasmine Horace enough time to break into the Baroness high security vault, only to realize that the Baroness is already wearing the necklace. Jasper's strain from the original plan to Guises himself as a waiter and releases rats into the party. As panic ensues, Estella manages to swipe the necklace. Noticing her neck, his bliss has been stolen. The Baroness summons her salvation with a dog whistle, causing Estella to realize that the Baroness is ultimately responsible for Catherine's death. 
In the ensuing chaos, one of the Baroness's Dalmatians swallows the necklace. Seeking revenge and to retrieve the necklace, Estelle orders Jasper and Harris to kidnap the Baroness's Dalmatian. Cruella outraged the Baroness by appearing at events and gatherings in extravagant fashion, gaining notoriety via Estella's childhood friend and calmness, Anita Darling. Anita Darling. Corella highlight and arrange behavior increasingly discomfort Jasper as well as the Baroness. Estella designed the signature piece of the Baroness's growing collection show and stage a robbery in a fashion house, which pushes the Baroness to block up all the dresses in a vault. One night of the spring collection show, the Baroness opens the vault to find that thousands of moths have hatched from the very beads that were sewn into the signature pieces that Estella made, causing everyone to panic over the Baroness to realize that she is Corella. The audience for the spring show all run outside, where Corella is staying her own show in Regine Park, wearing a fake Dalmatian fur coat to further taunt the Baroness. When Estella arrives home, she finds Jasper and Horace tied to a chair as she sees the Baroness holding a lighter who plans to kill her in a fire and have Jasper and Horace arrested for her murder. The boys are held away to be set to prison, and as Estella is trapped in the warehouse, she is saved by John and removed from the flames. Hours later, Estella wakes up in John's home, who then reveals to her that the heroin, her, her, heirloom necklace unlocks a box containing her birth records. She learns that the Baroness is her biological mother. At her birth, the Baroness ordered John to have the infant Estella murdered so she could focus solely on her career and keep her late husband's inheritance. John instead gave the baby to Catherine, Catherine, one of the Baroness's maids who raised Estelle in secret. Corella breaks Jasper and Horace out of prison and reveals the truth, rescuing them, Artie and Jean, for her final scheme. The quaint sneaks into the Baroness charity gala where Estella meets her on the cliff's balcony, revealing she is the Baroness's daughter. The Baroness Binge embraces Estella before pushing her over the balcony. She then realizes that her guests have been led outside by Jasper, Horace, Artie, and Jean, and witnessed the act. Estella survived with a hidden parachute and with the spell legally dead, adopts her Corella persona for good. The Baroness is arrested as Corella shoots up to taunt her. After this, the Baroness swears that one day she will get her revenge on Corella Deville. Before her death, Estella passes her inheritance to Corella. Later on, Corella inherits um, Hellman Hall, renaming it Heck Hall, and moving in the rest of the coin. In a mid-credit section, Corella has boxes delivered to the doorstep of Anita and Roger, the Baroness' former lawyer, containing Dalmatian puppies named Perique. 
Parita and Panga. They both accept the puppies of Roger begins writing a song about Cruella on his piano. So, in Latin version, she did not kill any puppies. She used fake Dalmatian fur, which I love that. I like that one better than any other Cruella. I'm against cruelty to animals. But it's a, I like that way more. I like that movie. It was good. The name Cruella de Vil is a pun of words Cruella and de Vil, an illustration that emphasizes by having her English country house nickname Heck Hall. The name de Vil is a literal to Dracula. It is? Okay. Okay, Cruella de Vil is a fictional character in the British author Dolly Smith's 1956 novel 101 Dalmatians. A pampered and glamorous London heiress and fashion designer. Cruella, uh, if she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. Later in the 1996 live action remake on, okay, in the 1961 Disney animated movie, her voice was played by Betty Lou. Um, basic information about Cruella, that's all you'll find about her. She was an interesting villain. I did not like her. Do I like Emma Stone's version of her? Yes. Do I think that movie was great? Yes, I loved it. Dude, I like the version of Descendants of her. She was more evil in Descendants than even in 101 Dalmatians. Because in Descendants, she had a kid. And she barely acknowledged the kid. She made him. The kid literally like clean his, clean her feet, massage her feet, uh, tell her animal, tell him animals are bad, um, give him bad advice. Wasn't really there for him. All the descendants' kids had kind of evil parents, so there's that version as well. And then there's this version in the book that I will be talking about next week. So you can check that out, if I finish it by then. If not, we'll talk about it another week. But it's an interesting book. That's about as nice as I can say, because there is not... Uh, this is the kids' channel. I can't say anything rude here. But I hope you all enjoyed, and I'm sorry I forgot to post yesterday. I had a bad day and could not mentally do it. So I did it today. I hope you all enjoyed this Cruella de Vil villain. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon i know y'all might want to skip but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important i hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and i hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okie dokie artichokey
fabric is now. I hope you all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.